Part 1 Chapter 1 Los Angeles, 2012 And coming up next, Sophie Lee's Diet Secrets. How the British beauty stays slim. And the answer is, you won't believe it, chewing cardboard. I know, these stars are crazy. But that's Hollywood for you. That's all when we come back. It's a beautiful May morning. We're on the 101, on our way into Beverly Hills. I'm heading into my agent's office, and I feel like crap. I'm super late, too. I'm always late. But when your most recent picture had an opening weekend of $23 million, it doesn't matter how late you are. I could turn up at Artie's mum's funeral and demand to have a meeting, and he'd clear the synagogue and thank me for coming. I flip the TV off and chuck the remote across the car, out of temptation's reach. There was a time when a ten-second trail like that would have sent me into a tailspin. They're saying I chew cardboard, but it's bullshit. People believe it, and then they'll, they'll... Now, I just shrug. You have to. I've never chewed cardboard in my life, unless you count my performance in that action movie. But it's a slow news day. Sometimes I think they stick a pin in a copy of People magazine to choose their next victim and then make something up. When you've been famous for a while, you stop reacting to stuff like this. It just becomes part of life. Not your life, but the life you wake up to and realise you're living. People filming you on a phone when you're washing your hands in the ladies' room. Girls from school who you don't remember selling your class photo to a tabloid. Being offered five million dollars to sleep with a Saudi prince. Working with stars who won't ever take their sunglasses off because they think you're stealing their soul if you see their eyes. Sounds unbelievable, right? But there's been some days when I almost know what they mean. I know why some of them go batshit crazy, join cults, wear fake pregnancy bellies, marry complete strangers. They're just trying to distract themselves from how totally nuts being famous is. Because that's what fame is actually about. Not private jets, diamond tiaras, mansions and free clothes, handbags shoes. Fame is actually about how you stay sane, how you don't lose your mind. I know I'm lucky. It could have been any one of hundreds of hopeful English girls from small towns with pushy mums who curled their hair and shoved them into audition rooms. But it was me, and I still don't quite know why. All I know is I love films, always have done ever since I was little. Lights down, trailers on, credits rolling. I knew all the special idents the studios used to open a movie by the time I was eight. My favourite was always Columbia, the toga lady holding the glowing torch like the sun. And I know I'm good at what I do. I make movies for people to sit back and smile at on a Friday night with their best friend and their popcorn watching while Sophie Lee gets into another crazy situation. Okay, it's not Citizen Kane, but if it's a bit of fun and you could stand to watch it again, 
Is there anything wrong with that? Lately, I've been wondering, though. Maybe there is. Maybe it's all wrong. The trouble is, I can't work out how it all got like that. Or what I should do about it. In Hollywood, you're either a success or you're a failure. There's no in-between. The freeway is crowded, and as we slow down to turn off, I look up, and there I am. Right by the Staples Center on a billboard the size of your house. I should be used to it, but still, after six years at the top, it's weird. Me, doing my poster smile, cute chipmunk cheeks, big dark eyes peeking out from under the heavy trademark bangs, just the right amount of cleavage so the guys notice and don't mind seeing the film.